Welcome to the Lose Your Cravings podcast, taking a different approach to a seemingly endless problem with your host, Kisa Amaro, Certified Integrative Health Coach. Welcome back, my friends. I'm Kisa Amaro, and I help ambitious women transform their negative body image and obsession with weight into body confidence so that they can show up fully in their life and their career. And hey, if you would like more support in reducing your emotional eating so you can maintain a healthy weight for good, then I invite you to schedule a complimentary call with me. On this call, I will share with you the exact blueprint you need to reduce your emotional eating for good. There is no obligation on this call, but if you would like to continue working with me, I would be happy to show you what that would look like. Now, I only open up a few of these calls each week, so if you would like support in healing your emotional eating, then head to the show notes and follow my calendar link to book a call. I'd love to chat. Okay, my friends, on to our topic for this episode. Today, we are doing a deep dive into emotional hunger. Now, I introduced emotional hunger on the last two episodes, episode 64 and 65. Uh, You don't need to listen to those in order to understand what I'm going to talk about today, but it would be helpful and will just increase your depth of knowledge on the subject. If you do go listen to them, you can always go back and listen to them after you listen to this. It does not matter. Um, It's just going to give you more information and knowledge about emotional hunger. So it wasn't until I really addressed my emotional hunger that I learned how to reduce my cravings and process and allow them without food. It took me a while or yeah, it took a while for me to really understand this concept and for me to take true action, right? Because it's not pleasant, but it's 100% worth it and 100% doable. This is what I help my clients with, and it is so amazing to see their transformation when they learn about and recognize their emotional hunger and learn how to address it in a way that is healthy and that is empowering. So what is emotional hunger anyways? Emotional hunger is when you have a desire for food, usually a very specific food that tends to have a lot of sugar, carbs, fat, or salt in it. You are feeling an emotion. We don't always recognize this, but this is what's happening underneath. You're feeling an emotion, usually an unwanted emotion, like fear, stress, frustration, or loneliness. Or we, or you're wanting to create a certain emotion like comfort, happiness, companionship, or ease. Your body is either wanting to cover up an unwanted emotion or it is trying to create an emotion And you use food to either numb yourself from the unwanted emotion or to create that wanted emotion. The only problem is that you are just covering up the unwanted emotion or you're creating a false positive emotion. The food you use is fleeting, right? We eat the candy bar and we'll just say Snickers bar. I used to eat those all the time. It's fleeting. The dopamine hit you get from the Snickers bar only lasts for a moment and then it's gone and you are left with the unwanted motion. It's still there, right? So when we are feeling emotional hunger, we are not really hungry for food, but hungry for something else. Maybe we are hungry for attention, for comfort, 
relief, companionship, or happiness. And we turn to food to help us fulfill this. But if you are here, you are probably on the path to healing your relationship with food. And that means addressing your emotional eating or overeating or cravings. And part of that healing process includes addressing your emotional hunger. If you are not sure how to tell if you are feeling emotional hunger or not, or is this physical hunger, then listen to episode 65 where I describe how to tell the difference between emotional and physical hunger. Super helpful. So now that we know what emotional hunger is, why do we do it? Why is this happening to us? (laughs) Why do we overeat food when we really don't want to? Right? When we are trying to lose weight or eat healthier or create a healthier lifestyle. Now, we have two parts to our brain. Well, we have many more, but for the purpose of your emotional eating, we have two parts. That's all we need to know about. The primitive brain, also known as your lower brain, lizard brain, toddler brain, I like to call it. And then the second part is the prefrontal cortex also known as the upper brain, the newer brain, the logical brain, or the adult brain. It's very adultly. Now, it is important to understand these two parts of the brain because it will make your actions make so much more sense. You'll be like, oh, that's why I do that. So, you know, the desire to want to eat healthy and exercise, but when it actually comes to it, you find yourself overeating ice cream right? You're like, eh, I don't need to work out. I can just sit on the couch and eat ice cream. And it was when I started to understand the two parts of my brain that I started to get it, right? I understood my behavior and I had so much more understanding and compassion for myself. Like I got it. I'm just like, oh, now I see why I'm craving ice cream or I forego my exercise or workout and I do something easier or I intend to have a salad for dinner, but then I just go out and get something to eat. The lower brain houses the motivational triad. And that motivational triad is to seek pleasure, avoid pain, and do what's easiest. This motivational triad has kept us alive for thousands of years. But now in our current culture and society, we have pleasure and ease all around us. Things are can be so easy for us. We don't even have to get in our car to go get food anymore. They will bring it to us, right? <laughs> we can sit on our couch and when the doorbell rings or we get a notification on our app, we go to the door, pick up our food, and we can go right back to the couch. So when we have the choice to go home and make a salad or run through the drive-thru, we choose the drive-thru because it's easiest and uses less energy. We seek pleasure, avoid pain, do what's easiest. The lower brain only cares about this moment. It doesn't think about your future and it doesn't know about your goals, nor does it know about like long-term consequences or really consequences. It just wants to seek pleasure in the easiest way possible with the least amount of energy, okay? That's the lower brain. 
Now, your upper brain or prefrontal cortex is responsible for planning ahead. It's that adult coming in. It understands consequences. It knows your goals. It wants what's best for you. It wants you to eat healthy and exercise in a way that serves you, right? You create your goals using your prefrontal cortex. You plan ahead using your prefrontal cortex. It is great and wonderful, except that it takes a lot of energy to use, (laughs) right? So cute, long day at work, you get home, kids are nagging, and they're high maintenance, and all you can think about is a glass of wine and sitting on the couch to watch your favorite flick, right? In this moment, your lower brain takes over and you go for what's pleasurable and easy and the least amount of energy versus what will support you with your goals, like maybe drinking some water, taking a few deep breaths, a quick internal pep talk, and tending to your children, right? So managing the stress with overwhelm and stress with wine and watching TV or managing your stress with deep breaths, some water, some mindset work, and then tending to your children. So now that you have a grasp on the brain, you can see where emotional hunger comes in. (laughs) We want to seek pleasure and avoid pain. Negative emotions are painful and therefore we crave pleasure, which comes in food form for us, right? And that's okay. I want you to understand that this is completely normal and that there is nothing wrong with you. If you had food food cravings, if you eat emotionally, there's nothing wrong with you. You are just a human being living in this modern world. That's it. That's all it is. This is just the way your brain was wired or is wired. <laughs> it's still wired, I hope. And many times these habits of emotional eating are delegated to our lower brain because when we have done it so many times that we don't recognize that we're eating emotionally. When we do something over and over and over again, it gets delegated to our lower brain and then it becomes automatic. And we don't even recognize that we're eating emotionally. We just get home and we will crave this glass of wine or chocolate or a snack or chips, right? Sounds kind of like doom and gloom, but guess what? We can override it we can override this lower brain taking over. We can become conscious of our hungers and notice when we are feeling emotional hunger and then do something different than we used to do. So notice, when are you feeling emotional hunger? Start to recognize when it shows up for you. The best way is to write it down. Keep a log or journal of when you feel emotional hunger, right? What time of the day is it? Is there something going on for you? What emotion are you trying to cover up or create with food? Just get curious about your emotional hunger. Look at it from the mindset of curiosity and compassion. Don't be in a hurry to stop your emotional eating. 
I think this is where a lot of my clients, I don't want to say go wrong. It's not like they're doing it wrong, but they want it to be done yesterday. They want to stop their emotional eating. But it's so important to not be in a hurry. This process takes time and patience and compassion. Let your emotional eating heal as it needs to, right? It will heal at its own time. And that's the exact time it needed to heal. So take a week or two of just noticing when you're feeling emotional hunger and write it down. There's no need to stop yourself from eating. However, sometimes just the mere shining of a light onto your emotional hunger and like naming it will stop you from eating it. But if it doesn't, that's okay. There's no rush, right? Think of um, running a marathon. If you start off sprinting off the gate and you're just sprinting full speed, how far are you going to make it? Are you going to make it 26.2 miles? I don't think I would even make it a mile if I was sprinting full speed (laughs) and I'd have to stop. (laughs) Okay. So remember, you are in this long race in a marathon. It's not a sprint. It's a marathon. We're going to go at a slow pace. Go at the pace you need so you can get to that finish line. So you can heal your emotional eating. Once you are aware of your emotional hunger, take a look at what you have written down. Right? Are there certain times of day that your emotional hunger shows up for you? Are there certain places or people that are around when your emotional hunger shows up for you? Get curious about what you have written down. This will give you so much insight into what is behind your emotional hunger. Next, get curious about what emotion you are either trying to cover up or create. What is the emotion that you are not wanting to feel? Is it stress, exhaustion, overwhelm, loneliness? Name the emotion. If you are trying to create an emotion like comfort, there is usually an emotion you are feeling that you are covering up, like discomfort. If you're trying to create comfort with food, you are probably feeling an uncomfortable emotion. So what emotion are you trying to cover up with the new feel-good emotion. Try and get to the root of your emotional hunger. Okay, my friends, I hope this is helpful and it gives you more insight into your emotional hunger and what's really going on in the brain and how that's affecting your relationship to food and your actions around food, right? And remember to take this process slow and steady and have compassion and curiosity with yourself through this process. Just start to notice where and when this emotional hunger shows up for you. That's all you need to do. Just notice. Okay, my friends, this is all I have for you today. If you like what you heard on this podcast, I invite you to head on over to iTunes and leave an honest review. This helps us show up higher in the search results and therefore we can reach and help more people just like you. I greatly appreciate it. 
or better yet, share this episode with somebody who you think could benefit. And join me for my next episode where I'm having a special guest. I'm so excited. I'm talking with Danielle Emmons, who is a registered dietitian who I work with at Create My Weight. We are both coaches there. She is a nutrition coach um, and she's a registered dietitian and I am a mindset coach there. I'm so excited to talk with her about how gut health affects your mindset and emotional health. Okay, my friends, you are not going to want to miss this one. And until next time, have a great week. Bye.